Good. <laughs> Welcome to Gilbert. Welcome to Gilbert. What's good with y'all? We back. Episode four, baby. Yo, man, we, we back and we back with the gang. Yo, man, it's been a minute, bro. First episode since we got back to school. But everybody, we here with some guests, some former guests, some new guests. Everybody, please introduce yourself. We're going to start from over here. You feel me? Me llamo Alejandro. Okay, okay. That's deep. It don't even go that far. Hi, it's Nate. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a uh, frequent flyer here, but frequent. frequent he's our producer. Shout out producer um, Nate. Oh, um, I'm Bailey. Yeah, I don't think you're yeah. gonna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Introduce yourself. I'm Mackenzie. Hi, Mackenzie. That's Alejandro's boo thing. You know what I'm saying? Nate is our lovely producer. If you're wondering. Yeah, shout out Nate. Um, he's he's the, like we pod and he casts. It looks like Burke. Right I now. am, of Blood. course, Josh, and you knew that already. Y'all know me already. I, it's, it's your boy. Alex. He's not real. He's not real. Anyways, anyways. Not real. Gonna... Anyways, I'm Parker. What's up, y'all? This part mm, he oh, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> He's smiling too hard. Oh, y'all tripping. I'm just Patrice, man. Good yeah, man. there is Happy like. He's so there smooth. is like. Happy to be here, man. That's why you're coming closer. I wish Kamala, man. Free Kamala. Kamala, if you listening to this, bro, like. <laughs> he ain't do nothing before right. he do. <laughs> okay, so he just didn't, yeah. Y'all know yeah. how we start off the episode with a question every time. One of the questions that came up was like, "How many kids do we want?" Um, I would love to start off with Patrice over here. Yeah, talk to uh, Patrice. <laughs> talk to him. Talk, talk to, to him, bro. Talk to the people. I said five if I could. Why? There was like this uh, pastor that really opened my eyes to because before I was just like eh, two, three, but I think the main thing was just like being able to raise up children that are one children that take after your image and being able to implant values that are going to help society and also just benefit the kingdom of God was the main thing for me. I'm also considering adoption also because okay. my wife might just get tired of me. Well, actually she won't. She might just get tired of having babies, what? but she's never going to get tired uh, of Patrice. Bro. The girls Why? are shocked over here. <laughs> Why five and not four or six? Why an odd number? I think five is just a good number because one, six, she might just say, stop, Patrice. At four, I feel like the children will be in pairs, and I don't want pairs. I want a middle child because I had to go through that. My child's going to have to go through Wait, so you're going to make them go through it? <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, the struggles that your parents went through, you're going to have to go through them at some point, honestly. I, I, mean, three siblings, I mean, he's so. not yeah. lying, though. Parker's but five, him, five. Okay, five. Parker, how many people? What you, what you thinking, bro? Uh, I I think I've always said like three, but like I don't I mean I don't really have a preference, but I think three would be cool. But I've always said like all boys, just because I don't know, like I feel like it's true. I don't know, but like the girls are booing you, Parker. Yeah, but it's not that I, I love women. I I don't hate women. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just so you know. <laughs> but watch, I'll say this, and I'll have three girls probably. So. Okay. Okay. But, but, but. <laughs> Real, real, real. <laughs> Bailey, Bailey's already having these reactions. <laughs> we haven't even been recording for like five minutes, bro. Um, <clears throat> I think I might be the lowest out of out of all of us, but I'm only having like two, bro. I'm gonna give it a buck, uh, cause I wanted to be like me and like my family. So like I have like my sister, and my older sister, and then like me. Um, if it's two dudes. Uh, or two girls, maybe not two girls, bro. They just be menaces. I don't know, man. What are you laughing at, bro? If it's you. two dudes. <laughs> <laughs> two dudes, I mean. Two dudes, 
Look, bro, all I'm saying, that's enough for uh, a doubles tennis team. So let's really <laughs> think that's about it. the sport you immediately you thought of when you that think was of the having first children. What other team? Sport of the future is tennis. Pick a ball and tennis. You think? Oh, yes. I'm a, is that what, what you going to do with your kid? <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> Robert Ace Garrett. Anyways, that's I that. say Anyways. four because even numbers are fun and two is too few. <laughs> what what what? When people think? say two kids, for me, it's just like you've bought into this American propaganda. Right. <laughs> you brought into this American propaganda that you need two kids, a white picket fence. I'm like, bro, think outside the box for a second. Think Ain't about what you really want. Think about bro, imagine big. Think think big. Think about what you actually want. Don't just ascribe to an ideology. Think big. What do you want? How many kids would you want? I just told you four. The four. <laughs> bro, I know you want four kids, and I appreciate that, talk, man. It's, talk to me, Ale. Talk to me. We're going to be fruitful. Okay. We fertile. I have, I have two fertile. <laughs> I have two choices. First of all, two is a very viable option because I'm not trying to go broke. Paying for, four, paying for four kids is crazy, bro. Amen. You gotta get lucky. No so one said that. Starve. No one said that you have to get. Yeah, that you have to to make those kids back to back to back to back, man. You just gotta space it you out. You still gotta, gotta, gotta pay strategy. for them. You have to have a strategy. <laughs> Your poor wife will be so bro. tired. And most importantly, you you have to have a community around you. If you Your have a community <laughs> around you, it makes it a lot easier to raise those kids, child. support I mean, you, those you kids, and all those things. You know what I'm saying? That's just how it be, man. Have uh, a community my other option, though, raising those kids. My other option, though, is 11 boys so I can make my own football team. Okay, Junior. That's crazy. That's a, <laughs> that's Mackenzie's that's like, that's no. And I'll play the head coach slash kicker. Oh, gosh. We'll have our own TV show. If you get a, if you get 11 boys. And Bailey, they're just, er, they're just, they're just over there. I will not be having 11 kids. Real. Uh, two sounds great. Three's max. Okay. Onto okay. Bailey. I rest my case. I'm not buying into the American dream. I'm buying into realistic expectations. Mm. Yeah, lunch. Um, <laughs> That's crazy. So I guess like unpopular opinion as of right now i don't want any kids but mm. i'll probably change my mind i know i'll probably change my mind when i get older i guess maybe one or two kids but not that much yeah That's I, I have a question when it comes because there have been a couple of girls that i've talked to and they're like oh Please. i don't i don't know how many kids i want right now or i don't know if i want kids right now maybe i'll change my mind maybe i won't where does that thinking come from? Is it just like, oh, I'm trying to figure myself out? <laughs> Where does that thinking come from? Like, okay, right yeah. now you know you don't want kids or whatnot. So, like, right now I don't want kids just because, like, I don't know. I mean, obviously I don't know because I said I'm going to change my mind. It's just I don't really, I don't know. I taught a three- to five-year-old class, and it was a lot. Like, it stressed me out a lot. Kids grow up, you know. Well, yeah, duh, but it's also a lot of Are money. Not yet, I'm not. Ooh. Not yet, I'm not. I don't know. <laughs> I have to take care of these guys right now. That's Those are my responsibilities. That's my responsibility. Thank you for sharing, though, Bailey. Thank you. Yeah, you know of course. Saying? Obviously, I'll say I changed my mind because, like, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to think in, like, five to ten years. You know? Like, Real. Life changes. Bailey, what do you, you, you want to do as a career? As a career? Yes. Um, not work. Okay. No, she gonna be on. Stay on, mom. Let's job. go. 
<laughs> yeah, that's the dream. Okay, the dream. Wife. The dream is to not have a job and have okay, my husband fair. work. But as of right now, I want to be a CPA. Wait, what is that? A uh, certified public accountant. Fucking. <laughs> 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 I thought online. everyone knows that. No. Oh. Is that a, is that? Let's do the CPA exam. Is that an FFA thing or like? An accountant. Oh, finance, never mind. I lied. I lied. I lied. Guys, guys, relax. Weird. Weird. Real. Oh wait, I forgot. That's your brother, not even you, bro. That's crazy. That's I mean, it was all me. Drew. It was me, but not anymore. Oh, uh, you just different now. Yeah. I feel like when this podcast airs, like visually, we're gonna have to put up a whole bunch of pictures of people that we're mentioning because everyone's just like, "Who's Drew?" No, 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 no. Mystery. Describe Drew. Describe Drew so that when people are okay. listening to this, they can imagine a face. They can imagine some features. Okay, Drew is my twin brother, so we don't even know what she looks like right now. They don't know what she looks like right now. Okay. Yo. Hi guys. <laughs> face reveal. <laughs> Boom, but real. This is. We not don't look real. that much alike, though. I disagree. I mean, well, wait, I agree. I just sorry, posted sorry, one sorry. picture on Instagram of us at the football game, and we looked alike in that picture. And it was, like, kind of scary because I never thought we looked alike. But then I posted I it, mean, and we did look very similar. Twins. It's, it's in the name. Really? Neither would I have I. Neither would I have I. You guys, grammar class. Today, today is not even my day, bro. Alejandro, I have a question. You are an only child. How does that feel, not oh, having siblings? Uh, friggin' awful. <laughs> it's so boring. Because it's either, like, you, I've, obviously I like not sharing. But then, even then, I sometimes don't want all the attention. Because I want me time. Mm. And also, when both my parents worked, I was just bored. So I watched more TV than the average child, probably. And I played with my grandma. But then she died. Yo. <laughs> Honestly, my grandma's about to die. We just had her 97th birthday. She um, is old but and fragile. I, I, pray, I pray no one in my lineage is an only child because it's just really boring. This is not real. Like, why? <laughs> what, 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 makes, what makes you, as an only child, I was a middle child, and there's probably people that are older or younger or the youngest. Youngest. For you, as an only child, what what about being an only child makes you unique versus everyone else that has made you unique through that experience? Does that make sense? <laughs> um, my sense of entitlement. Um, that okay. I talk a lot because I had no one to talk to as a kid, so now I feel like I have to load that all on my friends because they'll actually listen. Mm. Um, we see you. Also, I, I think that's why I enjoy YouTube so much more than most other people because that's what I had to entertain myself. That is very real. Very real. Guys, get to know Ale. This is the topic of the episode today, bro. It's like I lied. Anyways, um, <laughs> it's just me. Um, I don't know. So we were trying to figure out like what to talk about today. Uh, we had a whole bunch of topics. I don't know. Anybody got anything on mind? We could just, you know, what I'm saying, we just going crazy with Yo, it. Greek life. Greek Honestly. life. We have two Greek how, life people here right now. How, how raw are we getting on this? Pause. What? How raw right, are we right. getting on this Lock podcast? Like, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we keep it filtered for Jesus, but we keep it vulnerable. I make the most buzzer sound with this mic.
Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. This this, I explained what happened. What I heard when I was near. When you is were there? Near if I bring what? this up, I, mean, I think so. I think so. I, think so. I see okay, nothing okay, wrong. Cool, cool, cool. So Bailey, this is really pointed towards you because you're, <laughs> inner, so, you're you in go, a sorority. This is, you're this in a sorority. So it's great. It, yeah, but it's not like I I'm in a sorority. There, 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 there are certain there are certain things that as you go through initiation or as you're going into the sorority, they'll tell you different things, or they'll make you go through different initiation processes. So here's what I heard. I was walking through Norman trying to get into the building at Norman because we were having something for Duas, and I was passing by, going up the stairs, and then as I was taking like the second step, I heard a girl behind me that I just passed, she was talking to another girl that apparently they're in Greek life, the sororities. And she says, hey, uh, we can't date blah, blah, blah. And she says, we can't date black guys. <laughs> <laughs> her face, her face. Yeah. Okay, okay. Obvi- no, 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 no. But he's like, what do you want me to do about it? No, 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 listen, 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 listen. What had happened, what happened afterwards was just like, okay, is this true? I try. I try to look it up on 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 Google. Of course I did. That's how so you get financial questions. Interracial couples in Greek life. <laughs> I didn't find anything conclusive, and I think my question to you is just like, what are some things that your sorority, maybe other sororities, some some stuff that you've heard there? Like, I didn't know that sororities thought this way or had these different policies or had these different ways of thinking. Is this legal? Like, am I like? Like specific Kyo rules? No, 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 not necessarily Kyo, but just like sororities. I would sorority. Fat. listen to this. Take that out. Take that out. Cut that out. Obviously, obviously, girls can date black guys if they want, but hey, some girls don't want to. That's another issue. I don't know what the question is either. My question to you is, while you were going through initiation, while you're interacting with sorority girls or just sorority in general. Were there rules or were there things that they were just like, hey, wink, wink, don't do this? Mm, no. Um, I mean, I've, like, heard I've like heard of rumors of that happening to, like, other sororities, like, of rules. Bama Rush. But, like, I never, I never had any rules. Like, I've never had, like, any hazing or, like, anything where I was, like, told not to do something. Like, the only thing is, like, dry week, but, like, I don't drink, so it doesn't affect me at all. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's a rule to not drink, so I don't think that's bad. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, <coughs> I've never had a rule or – I can't even think of anything, like, negative. I don't know. I've never experienced that before. That's why, like, when people, like, tell me about these things, it's just, like, I can't relate. Like, mm-hmm. people from different sororities, like, tell me about things, but, like, I can't relate at all because mm-hmm. I've never experienced that. Free. No. I guess I'm gonna have to ask another sorority girl. What? <laughs> you still on it? <laughs> just. <laughs> I like honestly no. It's just pretty normal. Like, just be a good person. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Does being a good person get you the kingdom of heaven? No oh, rebuttal here. For Patrice. Patrice. I have a question. Do I have a question for us? Do oh I want to ask guys, bro. Yeah, you, got, you, got you, you got it. You got it. Patrice, how is balancing life in how how is balancing Greek life like 
Wow, I can't speak. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> he said it. He said it. How do you how do you how do you balance Greek life with being like a regular student on campus? I don't know if that makes um, sense. I think it was difficult my freshman year because it was more than just balancing being a student. It was like balancing living on your own, being somewhat grown into being your own person, your own man, quote unquote. I think my junior year, as I've had more experiences, just like, okay, I'm going to choose to take advantage of the leniency and also just like um, all the experiences, all the relationships I've already made because I've gotten what I needed out of it. Now it's just like, okay, what am I going to focus on? So my junior, so for example, this junior year, I'm focusing on my career. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on taking photography. I'm working on focusing on my classes, trying to get involved, trying to figure out an internship and other things and other projects that I'm working on, while also saying, okay, I'm going to take a step back from fraternity life. I'm going to go to see the events that are required, but not everything I'm going to do, I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, okay, what am I going to say no to? What am I going to say yes to? And no one's going to have an issue with me saying no to these things because. I'm for Trizzle, bro. They're not going to say that. For Trizzle. Honestly, that's what it is because the main thing that what works and what will get you by in college and even in life is your reputation. That's what is going to give you a lot of ease and a lot of of leniency with people. People know me at the fraternity. People know, hey, when Patrice comes home, he's just like, Patrice is home. (laughs) Nobody say that. Nobody. Not a, you, not a single person. That's, and that's the thing. That's the thing. You guys know me differently. I saw the, the boys at Kappa Phi know me differently. Really? So who I, not necessarily I change up, but the experience that people have with me is different, leading to them treating me differently or treating me in a certain way that they have leniency with. And they're like, ah, oh, Patrice is doing this, but he's cool. Honestly, I could get away with murder. What? I could, with what? With murder, murder, bro. <laughs> Cut the cameras. Do not, cameras. do um, not say that. Let, on my let's sway that question over to Bailey, and I have a, another question to ask. But would you? I would love for you to answer answer that question as well. <laughs> Honorary <laughs> guest, bro. <laughs> we potting for real. Turn me up. <laughs> What's the question? Wow. How do you balance? How do you balance the murder life? Oh, um, it's kind of difficult last semester like spring semester when I first joined it was like really hard for me to balance mm, Greek life and um, student life because like I have really bad case of FOMO and I hate saying no to anything real and so because I had so many events that I like possibly could go to I would like not say no to any of them and so I went from like having straight A's in my fall to having straight B's in my spring just because like I just was way too busy and so I'm trying to work on it this semester the most because it's like I have really difficult classes this semester so I have been saying no to a lot more things like next week is our home is homecoming week and we have events every single day but I'm probably gonna have to say no to all of them because I do have like tests coming up Mm. and I've already like prepared myself to say no and like it hurts because I have bad FOMO and I want to show up to everything but i like I didn't sign up to show up to any events because I know I have to like prioritize school at least for this week so mm-hmm. it's like it's just like a learning curve, like just learning how to balance, like what's the best for you. That's good. That's good. That brings up another question, and this kind of goes for like everybody in the room, because we all have like different things that like we're, um, I guess like tied to necessarily, um, Greek life, um, Salt Company, um, we're gonna like Pascal's and stuff like that. So my question is like how 
like what is some what are some things that you like try to do in order to like to live above like reproach and it kind of goes back to like you said what I'm just <coughs> he's just doing his thing just Patrice, but um we're gonna let uh parker start off with this one i was just thinking about this because i'm just like we patrice mentioned reputation earlier and i'm like we all have a reputation whether that's like within salt company or within like on campus none of us are like famous on campus but in the same sense Speak like for yourself uh, here goes uh, Patrice. Yeah, you don't even go here for real. But yeah, Parker, what do you what are you thinking? Like, what are what is one like one way or like a couple ways that you like you as like a leader and like as a worker, I, I don't know, as an employee at like Paskies and stuff like In that. In the working like, class of Gainesville, Florida, how facts. do you feel? Sorry, that was very convoluted or just long. Anyways, go on. Oh my good. <laughs> That's exactly what that meant. Anyways, anyways, my question to everybody in the room, because we're all tied to different things. What is one or a couple ways that y'all like try to live above reproach, especially like to maintain your reputation on campus? We'll start off with Park Weekly over here. He's thinking. He's thinking. Let him cook. Wow. That's a good question. I think like um like with salt leadership, I think when we are given the task to like lead people spiritually, you know, it's it's very hard to lead people in a certain way when you're not living that certain way. Um, so, I think for me, like one thing I try to inc- like encourage my guys last year and want to ho- hope to encourage my guys this year, um, it's just like spending like really intentional time like with God in the sense of like scheduling out time to like pray and read your Bible, but like on top of that also like really putting into thought like what you're consuming as a whole um i know like me and patrice for our discipleship group in common are reading through a book called disciplines of a godly man and like it talks about like how are you spending your time and like what are you watching what are you reading and like how that does really affect you um so i think that's something like i've noticed over the even like this semester is like being really thoughtful about what i consume um when it comes to media just because I think it really does have effect on us as a whole. Um, so yeah. You think working at Pascal's helps you lock in on that at all? Uh, I'd say so. And um, can you explain what Pascal's is to the people? Yeah, that yeah. Don't know? So Pascal's um, is a is a coffee house associated with the Christian Study Center of Gainesville. Um, so working at Pascal's, it is there is a level of faith. There, I mean, it is faith based. Um, all of us. Who work there are believers. Um, so, like, one thing we do is every semester we read a book together. Um, and, like, this semester we're reading a book called Screwtape Letters by C.S. Lewis, which is very, very good. Highly recommend it. Um, yeah, in the words of Alan W. Book. Um, but, yeah, I'd say it definitely helps just because, like, seeing those people and they're very mature in their faith and we're having, like, these very, like, mature conversations over, like, this book, but also, like, even behind the bar, like, making coffees like we're having these very in-depth and deep conversations so i think it definitely helps in that sense where it's like you know hey what are you walking through right now what are you like learning at your church right now so i'd say it only benefits when it comes to like my spiritual walk and living above reproach facts it was spitting good word from parker he just be spitting all right who, who next who next hold it what Oh, Anyways, my bad, my bad. you you want to go next, or who want to go next? Anybody can go. You should go out. Okay. Yeah. Say less. Um. <clears throat> anyways, so um, being a salt leader, 
leaving a rough approach. I think it for me it kind of revolves around like what Parker was talking about earlier, um, like how we're called to lead our guys and like lead within the ministry, but also um, not leading in terms of like not just leading in terms of like teaching, but also like leading by example. Um, and this is something that has been some a little bit of a struggle sometimes. Um, because sometimes like I talk to Josh about this and I'll be like, Oh guys, Matthew six thirty three, like seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. And I was like, Oh, this is a great verse. And then like, I can't live it out the next day or like the next week. And it's like, well, what's going on? Or like John fourteen twenty one, where it talks about like to love me is like to obey my command, like obey my commands. And I'm like, Oh, that's great. But then, like, I don't be doing that, you know? And then yeah. I be in prayer. I'm like, oh, love you, Lord. And then, like, <laughs> it's like, action, love like action. Love is action. You can read about that in John. For but um, for me, it's for trying to live above reproach. It's just, like, trying to actually, like, be obedient to the, the scripture. But also, like, being humble where I, when I fall. But also, like, um, humble, being humble, vulnerable, and then having accountability. Um, and being accountable. Yeah. Um, I think those are kind of, like, the three things for me. Um, especially like having accountability, I think is very important. We all struggle with like different sin struggles and X, Y, Z. Um, but like accountability is accountability if done right is very, very helpful. Um, but it's helpful one again, if you're, you're humble, um, in that nature to like admit like, yo, I got this wrong and stuff like that. And that's what I learned a lot about being a leader is like being a leader. There's hardships cause you, you, I mean, we're not called to be perfect. Um, and we have our downfalls, but we're not meant to just have our downfalls and be like, okay, well, I struggle with this and that's me. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like Christ told us to come as we are, but like not to stay as we are in the same sense. So I guess for me, just being humble and being, having accountability, um, being vulnerable in that aspect too. Um, and yeah, I guess that's just for me. Um, cause again, sometimes I don't be living, like I don't be living out the word and stuff like that. So, um, but again, just being that, being that like image or model of like, okay, when I don't live it out, like I'm going to be humble about it instead of like, oh, I'm not living it out. Oh, I'm, I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? Cause you, there's, there's always that like negative side of it. It's where like people know that they're living in their sin, but it's like, no, it's whatever. Like it's fine. Um, but then that really misleads other people. Cause it's like, well, he's doing it. Then I can do it too. Can't beat. gaslight yourself though. Yeah. Speak for yourself crazy I can't. <laughs> <laughs> that's just me um that that's that's what i'd say to this question parker about it parker, he, he, parker pulling out the scripture baby. i think for me living above reproach comes down to two things the first one being having a mentor and someone that can call you out and that you respect so there are a lot of people that we want to emulate, and I think one of my mentors that I really want to emulate is just Scott Moffat in the way that he loves those around him, and he wants to pour into the next generation in the way that he loves his wife and his children. So having a mentor like that to say, hey, Patrice, this is how you can take the next step helps me to say, okay, where I'm at right now, I'm not going to stay here. I have to keep moving forward. And the second part is just like being willing and open to admit where I'm falling, where I'm making my mistakes because you're not going to be able to live above reproach if you aren't able to acknowledge where you're falling short and accept those things and want to improve. But yeah. Yeah. When Alan was talking, it made me, th- that's the reason I was scrambling through my Bible is because it made me think of James 1, 
where it talks about like hearing and doing the word and it talks about like in verse 22 like but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves because if anyone is a hearer of the word and is not a doer it's like someone looking at his turn the page um, looking at his own face in a mirror for he looks at himself goes away and immediately forgets what kind of person he was so like the idea of like how can we like like fix ourselves if we're not like living out the word in the sense of like yes we are broken people but that doesn't call us to like stay broken so I'll go uh I think mine's not as deep as theirs but I own a lot of obviously salt merch but also a lot of Jesus loves you merch please sponsor us um <laughs> and I think the big thing with that is that I wear that clothes a lot obviously so it's like it keeps me accountable because of like how I'm acting while I wear that, when I wear like that shirt or that or those pants, like it just keeps me kind of because like if I'm acting in a certain type of way, wearing that it kind of sends a message of like oh this is how Christians act in public mm-hmm. to other people, so I think just wearing all that stuff trying to holds me accountable to what I say and how I act and what I joke about in public and in close circles as well. That was good. Anyone else? <laughs> I think so too. Yeah, I don't. I don't have much to really add to that. Um, Patrice, what has been? Actually, no. We're not going to Patrice first. Mackenzie, what has been your scariest experience on campus so far? Hard left turn from the previous conversation. In Gainesville. Um, oh, I know. Oh, it was last year when I was living at Stadium House, which is by, like, Midtown, which is, like, for, I guess, our non-UF listeners, um, (laughs) like, this very, like, across the central part of campus where all the bars and things are, um, there was one night that my roommates texted me, and they were like, you guys, like, please be careful when you're out on the streets, like, there's some crazy guy that, like, stabbed someone like running around and I was like oh my gosh like that's terrible and like Alejandro had just dropped me off at like my apartment and I had just walked to Wawa because I was like I needed like a drink or something and then I walk outside and this guy comes sprinting behind me and these cops come running right after and it was so scary and then the cop cars started like flying down the street and then I like ran to my apartment and then closed myself in my little room it was scary (laughs) Or last week, last week I was walking to my apartment and I there was this car that was like parked outside with their lights on and they were playing like horror music, like kids laughing, creepy. Like I tried to call on the Hondro, but he didn't answer. So, our car, our but I right just there. like held my phone up to my ear like I was talking to someone. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's scary too. Your phone was dead. We don't live there. Whatever that is. Got to charge that. Bro, I had, I had one experience, bro, going to CBS my freshman year. I never go back to the CBS, bro, I swear. All right, all right so. Uh, <laughs> the scariest experience is at CBS. Shut your face. I went to, so th- there's one CBS in Gainesville, the 24, actually, there's one in the 24 hours, whatever. I was going there because I needed to buy, like, an ankle brace because, like, I, f- like, messed up my ankle. Well, that's why got I crossed up. Brace. That's what happened. I did not cross, I did not get crossed up, bro. You s- anyways, so. We I walk in the store and I like there's people like usually around the CBS like there's people like just chilling outside like homeless people and I'm like oh, okay homeless people like doing their own thing, um 
<laughs> like what? Are, like what do you? What do you want me to say? They just be doing their own thing. Being a homeless and stuff. All right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I got this crazy. I'll be vibing on the G. Um, I go inside. I get, I get my uh my ankle brace, and I like go to the little checkout, and I walk outside, and so. As soon as I walk outside, was like some some lady was like, "Hey, baby, you got any money?" I said, "Uh, uh, uh, I ain't got no money." And then I kid you not, right? This dude is pacing around the parking lot, jit going, ah, 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 just. And I'm, t- I'm like, I parked, like, let me sit back down. <laughs> I parked right next to the door. Bro was right next to my car, bro. I was like, I, n- I never sprinted so hard in my life, bro. And I was like, I'm never going back to the CVS because it's always sketchy people over there, bro. Uh, like, wait, you went. In, like you got into your car, like you ran to your car. Yes, he was right next to your because car. You ran towards your car. Well, okay, he was like, like uh, he was like parking lot, like walking in the parking lot. That lady who was like, "Hey, babe, you got any money, bro?" Like she was like right. So I get out the door. She right out the door. Yeah, they were bro. trying to tag team, bro. <laughs> Basically, no, this, just, that, and that. I don't know. That was it was not it was. I don't know. That was a little yeah. weird. Oh, they were, all they, they got some. They were just doing their own thing. Bro. They were just doing their own thing. <laughs> I got a good one. I got a good one. Okay. So, in Gainesville, we have this lovely gas station called Gate. Word. So, I was at Gate. Uh, I know I was with Jorge. We were at Shout out Churros, Jorge. another guy. Um, and we were Where in there. It? Yeah, we were in there. Um, half of us already got, we, I'm pretty sure we got Froyo. So, half of us waiting outside. Classic. Other half, of, it was all the guys that were outside. We were waiting on the girls that were still inside. And there's this one guy out there. He has, like, a bunch of head tattoos and stuff. Kind of, I think, coked up. But, like, we couldn't really tell. But he was like, "Hey, yo, I like that shirt, bro." And I was like, <gasps> "I remember this, mm-hmm. yo." And I was wearing, I was wearing a Jesus Loves You shirt. So I was like, "Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that." He's like, "Hey, I know your dad. I like, I like your dad." And I'm thinking he's talking about like Jesus Loves You shirt, like he knows God. So I'm like, "Oh, that's cool, bro. Shout like, out glad you like it, whatever." And then he's like, "Oh, I like that car, man." I'm like, "Oh, thanks, bro." Like, no, he's like, "Hey, who got that blue car? Who got that blue car?" I'm like, "That's me." He's like, "I like that car, man." I'm like, "Thanks." And then he looks dead at me, like right eye contact. He's like, "Hey, I like that chain, bro." I'm like, "All right." Yeah. <laughs> I like that chain, bro. I'm like, oh, yeah, I appreciate going. that, bro. And then now we got in the car so fast. And I'm Amen. like, the girls were still inside. Keep in mind, we did not go inside oh, to get them. Right. Hey, he yo. We, okay, he was like, in front of the this door. This is not the first time he done something like this. And hey. I did it. Hey, I did it, too. I did it, too. I did it, too. We, I remember we went we went stargazing, right? Uh, Me, Alejandro. It's literally me, Alejandro, <laughs> and, like, eight girls, right? We, freshman year, before Mackenzie, BM. Um, BM. And we're going scargazing, and at this one place we went, there's like a little, there's a little, uh, there's a little dock, right? And we were walking down the dock. It was pitch black, dark, whatever. And there's some, some other people like camping there. So all the girls like walk on the dock, right? And then some random dude just start walking towards us, bro, in the dark, bro. Power walking. Power walking, like you cannot see, bro. Yes, bro, but like, bros, yeah. So, anyways, um, bro starts walking towards us. You know, me and Alejandro did. No, no, no. You need the details, though. You need, you need okay. power oh, my fault. And we're like, hey, yo, who is that? Who is that? I think there's someone from our group, and he's just not saying a thing. That joint was scary. Like, like, I think he had, like, a little flashlight. He's like, hey, yo, who is that? Who is that? He's just walking towards us saying nothing, and we're like, bro, what is – we're about to die. We're about to get murdered. This so me and what? Alan – me and Alan pretty much sprinted back to shore, leaving all the girls in the dust. <laughs> this well, is – this. Well, no, no, no. We came we, we came, came back, back, though. We came back, we, though. We, we came we didn't, back, though. We didn't get off the dock before we came back. This is why oh, like, every man needs to take a self-defense class, me included. You feel much safer. If you know how to throw a punch correctly, you'll feel a little bit safer. I didn't know how to. That, that's hey, why you got to go train. Hey, what I'll say, though, for the gate story is we did have a little, like, um, like telepathic 
communication where Jorge was in the back seat. He moved to the middle seat as like a sign to the girls, like get in on the side. Because if he had to scoot in, like you know, while waiting, it would have been the whole thing. It was like we had a little bit of stuff IQ. To be going. It was still sketchy. My stuff. gosh, Bailey got a story. I was walking home. No, this isn't as scary as y'all's, but so I was at the Enclave study room. Um, and it was like, so I was with Drew and Connor, um, and yeah, brother and his roommate and we were in the study room and it was like one, it was like maybe two, one to two o'clock at night. And so then they left and they're like, Hey, are you okay being alone? Cause like my apartment is like, my apartment is a lot closer to the study rooms than theirs. Like mine is like maybe like a two minute walk and theirs is like a seven minute walk. And so it was like. So I was like, I'm totally fine because I got a, like a 50 on my practice exam. I'm like, I can't go to sleep right now. I have to stay up and study. What like, class was this for? Business finance. Oh. But I ended up getting an 80 on the real exam. Duh. So yeah. Anyway, Academic so weapon. I was staying there and I was all alone in the study room. And the study room is like all glass windows, like entirely windows. And then I just remember it was like 2.33 at this point, And I remember looking outside and it was oh, like dear. a bunch of people running around with flashlights, like flashlights, a bunch of people running around. And I was like. Okay, that's kind of weird. And then someone ran right past the window, like, right next to me. And I was, like – and then I started, like, getting really nervous. I was, like, maybe I should just go ahead and go home and just study inside my room. And so then the second I walk outside, like, someone runs past me with a flashlight and, like, bumps into me. And then police cars come by, like, driving past me. Wow. And they stop right in front of my staircase on <laughs> when I was like, walking up to my room. And I was, like, starting to freak out because, I'm like, there's obviously people running from the police. And I'm, like – caught in a crossfire so i just ran up to my room and like kind of just forgot that happened but yeah someone ran into me and i think they were on the run from the police so yeah (laughs) we all need we all need to to practice like our power stance because a good power power stance stance, do you like how when gorillas are about to fight yes you are dang oh man i don't know if y'all heard that do that one Nah. That is humbling. That is very humbling. Patrice, what self-defense move do you want to learn first? I think the main thing is just like a nice one, too. A nice one, too. You can do that on YouTube. Yeah, but (laughs) getting properly trained, knowing how to turn your your wrist or your fist. That's what YouTube for. Yeah, you can learn on YouTube. Honestly, when I was younger, there was like an app that I downloaded to show me a couple of combos. Like oh, you think there's more bro, playing yeah, injustice IRL. Hey, hey, y'all can, yes. ju- y'all can, <laughs> y'all can judge me if I want. Y'all can judge me if y'all want. Judging. It's all right. But my story about like my biggest fear thing it isn't as bad. It was more mental than it was like the situation. But um, love the fortitude. Yeah, it was just more mental because hi everyone, I'm black. Um, real, so real, preface, preface so that. and um, I've been a part of Dulos for about what, maybe like a year coming on now. Can you explain what Dulos is for the people who so don't Dulos know? So Dulos is just like a Christian organization that's part of Crew, and their mission is empowering and encouraging sororities. Hey, what's Crew? We'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that, but um, we'll get to that. But just to explain Dulos, the main mission of Dulos is just to empower the Christians that are in Greek life, sororities and fraternities, to be a light and to encourage and to have um, resources and to have the skills that they need to be influential to those that are 
in their Greek life or those their sisters or their brothers in the fraternity. Because being able to reach someone there is a lot easier when you're actually in there with them. If you're actually in a fraternity, you're actually in a sorority. But um, we usually meet up at sorority houses or fraternity houses when we meet up to do all those things. And uh, that day we were meeting up at one of the sorority houses. And uh, there was no one outside. And it's just me. And going up to that sorority house, um, I had my do-rag on. Um, Bro. I was wearing, I think, maybe, more than likely, I was wearing all black. Yeah. Um, and that might that not have been hard. the best decision. You played yourself. The fit went hard, honestly. Amen. I dressed to impress. In, it went hard inside your house. <laughs> you stepped Don't say. Well, well let, let's finish the story. And for, for me, um, I remember going up to the door, and um, I called the members. I was like, hey, I'm outside, but no one picked up. I was going to call them and say, I'm outside, but no one picked up. I texted them, and no one was responding. I was like, this is a little sketch. Uh, it is about, like, 8 going on 8 p.m. right now that's not it that's that's yeah it, it's dark outside it's a house full of girls um no one knows me none of those girls know me i'm just knocking on the door and um i'm just like this is not looking good so i backtrack a little bit i'm just like let me just wait a little bit and just keep calling so again the fear is more mental than it is like the actual situation but yeah that, that was my scariest moment. I think you got baited. <laughs> I think you just got baited. baited. What do you mean by baited? That was your hazing. Like you got, yeah. Nah. <laughs> your hazing nah. was, just you standing, do that? was just no, standing. No, no, no. This was me going to the meeting because we're having a meeting. Uh, so. You were just waiting outside. There was no meeting. Yeah. <laughs> the meeting in question. Huh. Was there ever a uh, meeting or did you just leave? Oh, there was a meeting. There was a meeting. They let me in. But it, it, it's, it's just one of those situations well, no, where it's like. Black. He was just really late, if anything. <laughs> crazy. It's, it's just one of those situations like. It's it's a fear, but you don't. Nothing happens. Whatever. For real? No, I got you. But that that no, was my scariest moment. Parker, you got any scary moments on campus? Yeah. Or nah? I love Parker, bro. Parker, 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 man. Parker, Parker, Parker. <laughs> scary. So we we talking about like you know what I'm saying it was like more mental you know what I'm saying. So when it comes to like scary parts in our life or like not even scary. So I know we talked about anxiety yesterday at Salt. Um, he brought that up and, uh, I, I guess, I don't know, anxiety, being scared, two different things, but kind of in the same thing. It's a, a lot of it is primarily mental. Um, and so like, and kind of like navigating that in like, even not with that specific situation, but like for you or for like anybody in the room, it's just like so navigating anxiety or fear. Like is your first like notion to turn to Jesus and two, if it's not like, like, what do you usually, like, turn to? Because, like, cause, like, to be honest, like, not the first, for, like, even for me, like, the first thing, like, if I'm going through anxiety, sh- wow, wow, everybody just, <laughs> I don't know what's going on, bro. I, I'm going to, let me, let you me ask. Just, you just did, bro. Let me answer the question. <laughs> okay, I'm going to let Patrice answer. My first response is what happened was my mom would always do this. So you pick up those weird things from your mom or your parents. But so my valid. mom literally um, she would say, Jesus, Jesus, Jizzy, 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 and that's just Creole for Jesus. And she would just start speaking the name of Jesus over anything, whatever she's scared. And I just started picking it up because I'm like, it makes sense and it helps. So when I was getting chased by a dog one time, I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> that's too <laughs> real. I was like, Jizzy, 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 Jizzy. Full sprint. <laughs> Bro, 
Bro, I remember I, I woke up from a very bad dream and I, and I was just screaming, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So Real. my first response automatically is just like, hey, I'm calling out Jesus, bro. Mm. And if I die, I guess I'm going to see Jesus. He's so valid in that, bro. Um, Parker, what you got going on, man? He got the mic now. Parker has so no fear. Turning, like, what was, can you so, like, question? do you have two options when you're dealing with anxiety or yeah. fear? It's like you turn to Christ or you turn to like something else mm. like what's that look like for you yeah i think i think i do turn to christ but i think it's like through different outlets um Kay. like people i think is a big one um like i feel like uh anxiety is something that i have struggled with in the past um and i feel like i know when i'm anxious because it's like a it's like a feeling for me um that's like okay like i'm anxious about something um but like usually i would go to like you know you know shout out mac shout uh, out mac myers man um w love that guy um go to him and so like through that it's like an outlet to you know to christ and like you know mac reminded me of truth about my life um but i'd say like for me um it's very easy to go down like the rabbit hole with anxiety of being like Okay, I'm a little like worst. Like I'm, I'm actually dog water. Like this is not Real. good. Like um, so like I think like that I can get into ruts like that. But you know the Lord's faithful and he, he okay. he'll pull me out of that um a lot of the time, pretty much all the time. Um, so that's been really <laughs> dang, <laughs> that's crazy. Could you could you try could you try again? <laughs> that's <laughs> back for Siri. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd say. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I think I'm like, likewise, I think, um, and I won't lie. Like, this is kind of like a moment of vulnerability. Sometimes like Bible verses, like just don't cut it. Sometimes if I'm just being like honest and vulnerable in certain situations, it's like, if you like, I'm going through anxiety, you just throw a Bible verse at me. It's like, Hey, that's true. Appreciate you. But, um, I think I find a lot more comfort I, I mean, if if you do that, then, like, like I, I generally appreciate that. But for me, I find more comfort in community and dealing with my anxiety and, like, dealing, dealing with fear and stuff like that. Um, and just being in that sort of environment and, like, I don't know. I don't like dealing with this stuff alone or, like, at all. Um, and so if I do, it's, like, I go to Jesus through the community that he provides. And then, I'll, like, I'll, I'll pray about it, too. Um, but the one thing I enjoy is that like whenever I'm going through something that I have a community that's like praying with me as well, um, which I think is pretty powerful. Um, and I'm very thankful for that. So I'd say just for me, just turning to Christ and just turning to the community that like he's provided. And then through community, I find comfort, but also I do find truth. Um, and they can kind of just like put me back, like not, not necessarily like slap me back, snap me back into reality, but like. Um, like put me back, like, cause I like within anxiety, like within anxiety, like you derail, but now I'm like, I'm back on, I'm like back on the right path. You feel me? Um, that's where I'm at with that. Um, to give it a buck 50. I don't know if anybody else want to say something. I mean, it's, I'm, I am not mad at you for doing it. Like if I'm running from a dog and I'm saying Jesus over and over again. Something's got to happen. Like, I, I might be running faster because of it. Like, I, whatever it is, I'm getting away. Yeah. I'm getting away. Real. You're going to punt a pit bull? Yeah, oh. a baby one. What? Yeah, hug while he's biting your head off. 
this is this is not corny. Is that even Pitbull? Yes, Fireball. Fireball. Copyright. Yeah, that was just so perfect. It sounded just like Pitbull. Dang. Bro, think he's funny or something. Jason Derulo. Anyways, you going to the Jason Derulo concert? Real same. No. No, You're not going to go to Jason Derulo concert. I'm going to go worship the Lord. Thank you. Homecoming. Dang. Dang. Patrice, you going to the Jason Derulo concert? <laughs> we really did. Uh, I got you. I, I don't know when it is. Oopsie. Bruh. We yes, it's, freaked the yes, Jason Derulo concert. Tickets. I mean. Word. Oh, most this is hectic. Um, sorry, sorry, we got sidetracked a little bit. Um, Parker brought up a quote. Co- a quote. He had a quote. I don't know. A quote. A coat. A quote. What you What you got going on, Park Weekly? Yeah, when we're talking about like, um, like where do we turn to? Like when we're tempted, like something, like in reading. I was talking about how we read a book for work. Um, at the beginning of the book, Screwtape Letters, it has a, a quote by Martin Luther, who very important guy to Christi- modern Christianity, but he like talks about. He's talking about, like, when it comes to, like, fighting temptation. And he's like, the best way to drive out the devil, if he does not yield to, to text of scripture, is to jeer him and flout him, for he cannot bear scorn. Like, the effect of, like, basically, like, just calling him a loser, because that's he what he is. is. That's what like, bro, I mean, That's literally, that like, what Martin Luther is saying. That's and it's like, that's all it is. there's true power in that. And, like, reminding yourself, like, the devil's, like, a loser. Like, he literally is. Like, like he's just, like, <laughs> he's a sore Lunch. loser. And he's going to try to drag you down. So real. He's cooked for eternity, Parker. I appreciate that. I so mean, real. literally, bro. There, it comes down to how strong you think the devil is and how strong you think God is. If you know without a shadow of a doubt that God can win every single battle that you're part of or every single battle that you're going to go through, then the devil just seems small and weak to you. And now it's just like, it don't matter what you throw at me. I got God on my side. Facts. But anxiety, the fears that we have, it just, it messes with your mind. You're like, oh man, this seems so huge. Yeah. But when you take a step back, that's why you got to get slapped back to reality. Going to gravity. Slap him back into reality. <laughs> you did? My get, bad, get, get your get I'm your mind right. Get 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 the truth back in you. Then you're like, this situation is not as big as I'm making it out to be. God has full control. God has full authority. So yeah, pretty valid. Anybody on, anybody on the this side of the room got something to say? Oh, for we sure. We went from yeah. how to deal. Where do we turn to with anxiety to Gator Ground? Like two seconds. Yeah, no, that's my bad. <laughs> My question is, like, when you deal with anxiety or fear, like, do you tend to turn to Christ or do you turn to other things? Like, simply put, my Quincy is on the mic. Quincy. I don't know. I just find it funny. <laughs> Anyways. That's crazy. <laughs> um, I, I think it depends on what it is. I think, like, more recently, if it's been school-related, I mean, me and Jesus have been, like, I mean, you can't see, but, like, we've been like this. We've been like this, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Fingers, <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just someone in my CG like the first or second week had said something like, "Oh, when I'm like super stressed about chemistry or something, like I'll take Real. a step back, pray about it, 
and then lock in and then she's good to go and i'm like mm. i need to start doing that and I so i start once i started it's helped so much but i'm also like you alan where i need to like sometimes i need to take a second for myself to like just step away from what's making me anxious but then i will turn to community and by community it's usually like like alejandro or kayla like kayla's my sister by the way people Shout out kayla. um depending on like the issue so i don't know Patrice is just learning. I have a sister, I guess. <laughs> Don't get any ideas. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Here we go. What? Here we go. Here we go. You got the mic now. What yeah. you saying, bro? This might be a hot take. Hot take. But I low-key don't get anxious. That's not a hot take. That's... Yeah. Word. But I'm saying, like, I don't know. I just, I just don't experience anxiety because... I feel there's nothing on this earth that's worth me getting that stressed over. Because it's like, if I'm like, if I'm doing bad in a class or if like, if there's some sort of financial struggle, God's got me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to sit on my butt and do nothing about it, you know? But <laughs> I, I feel like stuff is always going to work out the way it's supposed to work out. You oh, know amen. what I'm saying? I agree. So, sparrows and the lilies. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I, there is. It is. Take care of the sparrows and the lilies. That's what I'm saying, bro. I, I'm not a, I'm not it's afraid not of death for that same reason. I'm really not. I, I do hear what you're saying, and like, yes, we all. I think we all innately know that, like that that God is stronger than any of our problems. God is bigger than any of our problems. The only thing, it, like, you don't feel it, but like, it, a lot of people just do, and that's just part of life. Almost and, like, that just is what it is. <laughs> but absolutely, like, amen that you that you know that and that you can can that and you can affirm that to other people like yeah, around you sure. like, absolutely. Like, yeah that's not like me saying like oh y'all don't believe hard enough you know it's just i don't have i don't have a personality to to care that deeply about trivial things that's just not my personality like i don't get overly invested in anything really okay. except my girlfriend of course love you so much and jesus i hope that's not overly invested that's properly invested oh, oh he's spitting <laughs> <laughs> So validated. You still waiting for yours, Bruh, bro? I ain't gonna lie. Okay, Anyways. so I kind of, I, I do kind of resonate with Ale in a sense. Like, I, I don't deal with anxiety as much or as often. Um, I don't know. It like, I just there's stuff that I've gone through in life. It's just like, and this is not me to be like, oh, like prideful and boastful and be like, I'm just him. At the same time, it's like if I go through something, I just like I have my community to give me comfort, and I just lock in and just do that, like, and do what I got to do. Like I did IB in high school, and that jump was rough. Um, but then it was just like I had to do what I got to do because like you look at the end goal, and it makes everything like a hundred times easier. Um, kind of like hold on, I'm bringing out the word right quick. You feel me? Do it. Feel me? Do it. Um, hold on now. Do it. Do it. Oh, Let him cook. Let him cook. That, that page is. Ripped. That man's page not struggling. ripped. It's not ripped. The whole. Yeah, he flipped right to it. Uh, I was reading this yesterday. It's Romans eight eighteen, but I, I, oh my gosh, Romans, oh, book of Romans is after Acts. I, uh, yeah, it's true. Um, true. Anyways, Romans eight eighteen. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is going to be revealed to us. Um, referencing obviously Jesus, but there's I I I take this as like there's so much, there's always like something so much better in store. But also, like, we had a whole sermon about, like, we listened to a whole sermon about, like, focusing on, like, the destination and, like, in terms of, like, excuse me, 
focusing on like the destination in like a hard journey makes the journey like so much more bearable but also like you can just go through it knowing that like okay like this is my end goal like i did ib for four years and i'm like i know by the end like by the end of like high school bro i can get into like basically like any florida school for free because i pass my exams i get florida bright futures it's like oh well i go through this like i have exams and stuff like that trust trust me bro you have chemistry bro that department is full of ops but (laughs) but at the like that junk, like, chemistry was really rough for me. And, like, even, like, me, my freshman year, bro, I was comp sci fall of freshman year, bro. This That was, like, the first time in my life, like, I've ever felt like a failure, bro. Like, trust. Like, really, like, I would, like, be be in office hours, like, every week trying to figure out assignments and stuff like that. And I just, like, I was, like, bro, like, it's so easy for everybody. And I just can't do it. I can't understand it. And then it's just, like. I know the as I go to office hours was when me going to office hours is like admitting like hey like <laughs> I I can't do it all on my own. You go to you find your resources. You you gotta admit that you can't do it on your own. Find the resources to do so, and then do what you gotta do. And then ultimately, I ended up switching out of comp site, and now I'm in APK. I love APK. Is there hard classes in APK? Freak yeah, bro. Hey, free my homies who take orgo because I ain't gotta take that. <laughs> but I gotta take physics next semester. Um, I'm sorry. Let me let me stop let me stop rambling real quick. Anyways, I got to take physics next semester, and everybody at UF knows that physics is, like, hard Garbage. as, like, freak, bro. But knowing, like, all you, you just got to, like, lock in, but also, like, depend on the Lord and also understand that the Lord is in these so, like, inconsequential things. Because um, so many times, like, you will go to God for, like, the big things. Like, Lord, like, hey, like, my future, like, uh, career and things of that nature. But, like, the Lord is literally in everything. Like, he's able to do greater greater and above and beyond, like, what we could ever think or, like, imagine. Um, and like, so something that small is like the exam, like I tell you, like the Lord has like came through so many times for me in chemistry. Um, I'm gonna stop rambling. I'm so sorry. But, um, I would like, I like pray like, Lord, could you like for, could you like come through for this chem exam and like this chem exam and, um, with, with, okay. And also here's the thing you can pray, but like, if you don't do anything, like if you, you can, you can pray and be like, Lord, like I really need to do well on this exam, and then your study habits are trash, bro. Like, don't be coming up to the Lord and be like, "Yo, Lord, what happened, bro? Like, you weren't like fo- you weren't faithful." Like, uh, uh-uh, no, no, no. <laughs> God gets, um, facts. Like, God gave you things to steward, and and like if the on depending on how you steward them is depending on like how fruitful they will be, and so it's like God gave you these resources and like He gave you these classes to take so you could learn. And then, depending on how, like, you steward those things will depend on, like, how fruitful it is. It's just, like, you get what you put in. It's true. That, simply put, you get what you put in. But, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. D- just know that, like, the Lord is in everything big and small. Um, but go to him. But also, like, go to the community that he's provided. Like, it's such a wonderful resource. But, again, that also goes back to, like, you just got to admit, like, you need help. And, like, simply put. That's my little soapbox opera. Soap, soapbox. Anyways. Soap. Box opera. Stop. I even speak, so, bro. I'm putting the mic down. Mic down. Parker, P. Cruz. I know you have some some incredible wisdom for us coming up in this five minute truth segment, starting now. Very truth about what? Talk to us. What is what is the verse? Uh, what is the verse oh. you wanted to bring to us today, Parker? Yeah. So a verse I've been trying to memorize and like meditate on uh, more and more is Second Corinthians twelve. 9 through 10, mainly 9, but 10 is also, r- I think, important to, to put to lump aside with it. Um, but um, I want to say out of memory, but th- with my luck, with the camera's rolling, I'll s- like goof <laughs> it up. Um, 
so let me flip all the way there. I believe in you. Thank you. Read it all to us. We got, we got it. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is perfected in weakness. Therefore, I will, I will most gladly boast all the more about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest in me. So I take pleasure in weakness, insults, hardships, and persecutions, and in difficulties for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And just like how the idea of like, and it talks about somewhere else in Corinthians, how like, like the Lord, he won't let us like be tempted further than like we can get ourselves out of. Like, and like the idea of like, we can always pray to God, like, Lord, give us strength, give us strength, give us strength, give us strength. And he gives us the strength. It just like, we have to take that step forward and actually dig into that strength and use it. And that's something like I'm very, um, very likely to forget a lot of times. Like, it's just like the strength's so abundant to me and it's right there. But it's like, if I don't tap in and use it, like, what's the point? And it's like, Happy. you got it. Like, Happy. You got to. So. Good. Any thoughts on that? What we thinking? First Reese, what you got for us on that verse? I think just this, again, it goes back to the idea of what is true to you. Because what you repeat to yourself consistently or repetitively that becomes the truth that you truly believe. So if you repeat to yourself, I'm ugly, I'm ugly, I'm ugly, ten, ten times to yourself a day for like a month, what you look at, when you look in the mirror, you're going to think that you're ugly because that's what you keep repeating to yourself. But if you repeat to yourself, I am loved, I am secure, all these different things that are biblical, then those things become truthful to you no matter what other people say. So, that idea of like, okay, I do have strength. God has given me strength. I can't overcome this thing. I have a spirit of love, self-control, and power. Reminding yourself of those things so that when the situation arises, you're like, okay, what, what truth do I know and what truth have I accepted and downloaded? And that's what you're going to use. I remember I was um, in Canada and I was having some major spiritual warfare when it came to dreams and just spiritual attacks. And I remember the f a fear that I thought I was over, the fear of just like sleeping in darkness or just like with the lights off. Um, that fear came back because the dreams that I was having were shaking me up, that everything around me, I was just sensitive. I was like, I can't sleep. I have to have lights on, have to be on. Music has to be on. Worship music has to be on just so I can have some sense of peace. I'm just like, no. No. God, you're with me. God, I will sleep peacefully. No matter what these dreams are going, no matter what attacks are happening around me, no. God, you're with me. You're for me. And I that 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 those nights I, I just I I went on the end. I'm like, what are verses about God being with me? Yeah. What are verses that God is my God is my strength and my shield? Uh he is with me, he is for me. Uh he is, all these different verses I looked up, I don't have them right now. But all these verses, I was just like, let me speak truth into this situation because everything else that I know that I've downloaded isn't helping me. So let me find new truth. Let me find truth that I need to download and say, God is with me. God is for me. God is my strength and my shield. So, yo, whatever you're repeating to yourself, whatever you have truth, that truth is what's going to help you. And that truth is either going to help you get through that situation or it's going to be the thing that leads you to fall on your face. And then I'm going to have to come and slap you with some truth like I do to Alan all the time. Mic drop. Mic drop. Mic drop. So basically, you're not ugly. That's what you're telling us. Bro, 
I'm just kidding. Oh, here you go. He take the mic back. Bro, I'm handsome. I'm sexy. I'm well built, bro. Bailey's eyes are I'm still too. Bailey said, uh. Hey, I'm six foot two. Milk no, you not. Baby. Give the six foot two give milk chocolate back. baby. Get the mic back. Get the mic. Six back. foot two milk chocolate baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give, give, give. Oh, let, our producer let, here. Let, right. let Richie, bro. Oh my, No, I just wanted to uh, hop on here because when Parker was reading his verse from Corinthians, I had to read my favorite verse from Corinthians. First Corinthians ten thirteen. No temptation has come upon you except what is common to humanity. But God is faithful. He will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way out so you may be able to bear it. I got an alarm set at 1013 um, at, at night and in the morning. That's that's like when I fall to sin is like around that time. So I just pray that verse. And Real. It's like you, you got to, you know. That's that's my that's my tiny ten seconds of tidbit. Let him like, cook. Uh, here you go. Somebody take this from me. I like this. I like this. When you like, and like simply put, like when you, like seen from what, what you're saying, and what you're saying, it's like the power of meditating on your word is so important, bro. Like when Jesus was in the wilderness being tempted, you know what was on his mind? The word. Devil's like, bro, like you can have all of this. Jesus said, Nah, bro. Like this is what my father said in his word, mm-hmm. and um. Like, me personally, I'm not, like, in a state like this, but, like, um, but like when you get to a state like where you meditate on the Word so much, like, that's the only thing, like, on your mind. Yep. Like, nothing else going, like, nothing else. Like, when you are getting tempted, the first thing on your mind is just, like, yo, um, for example, sexual sin. I don't know. First thing on your mind is, like, oh, well, shoot, First Corinthians 6, 18, 19, talking about flee from sexual immorality. talks about how, like, you know, your body's a temple. And, mm-hmm. um, and it's, like, well, that's, like, that's the importance of, like, meditating on your word bro because if you're not feeding your spirit bro when you get in the battle bro what do you got you need your st- this is the sword right here bro ephesians 6 dog like get get your armor like the armor of god but get your sword of the spirit like you know what i'm saying like that oh, the, i might have got that wrong but anyways this is your sword but to fight all that temptation and stuff like that um and again what with what nate said is like there's always like um an outlet to escape like <laughs> this this is one of them you know what i'm saying yeah. um yeah, that's my little spiel. Uh, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Bailey got something to say. Ooh. Ba- Bailey got something to say? Talk to us. Oh, I thought she was. Talk to Bailey. Yeah. No, I was just agreeing with you guys, but if we're talking about, like, favorite verses and, like, how we let it get, like, help us get through things, um, my favorite verse is Matthew nineteen twenty six. It's like with man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. It was the Shoot. verse I said like in my salutatorian speech at graduation, and I like slight flex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she started. She's like no, but <laughs> no, but like whenever like I like. Like, whenever I was, like, coming up with my speech, I knew I wanted to say something because it's, like, you thank everybody that helped you get to where you are. And I knew I had to thank God. And I was, like, I just need to, like, pray on a verse that I thought was relevant. And that was my favorite verse just because, like, that's something I like to repeat to myself over and over. Like, Mm -hmm. if I feel like a failure or if I feel stressed or anxious, I'm, like, with God, all things are possible. Like, I can do this. Like, I am, like, I don't think I have, I don't have anxiety, but I am naturally, like, an anxious person, anxious person, and, like, I like to bottle it all up, and then let it go, like, 
way too late. And one thing I've just really been working on is like give it to God earlier. Like I shouldn't let it bottle up and wait to give it to God. Like I should give it to God as soon as I feel it. And I should just be knowing like with God, all things are possible. Like I can do this if I put my faith in him. And yeah, we were sharing favorite verses. And that's one of my verses that I help that I think helps me get through the day. Team me up, dog. Mackenzie, what's going on, bro? We going around now. Um, my favorite verse is Matthew five sixteen, which is you know let your light shine upon others as. Ooh. Somebody fact check this. No, 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 no. That's the gist. Parker, it's basically what what like time were we at? Okay. Okay, it's like basically letting your light shine because that's what Jesus basically did that's gotcha. what he's showing you to do okay, okay. um and that's kind of how i try to live my life um just in the way that jesus did hold on he didn't have a mic but in the same way let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your father who is in heaven um i don't know that's just oh i'm sorry alejandro sorry anyway yeah, that's pretty much it. I would say more if I wasn't so tired. I feel like when it gets past midnight, my head like. We passed in. We yeah. we pushing twelve thirty right now. Jumbled. <laughs> it's so funny because like on the form wh- where you submitted your your thing, it was like Matthew five sixteen on there. Yeah. Uh, that is my life verse. This is where. What else we got? What you? J Money got the mic. I don't even have a. I don't have a favorite verse like right in this moment like i don't have one for real that i need to share but i will go back to um wow parker what 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 was the verse (laughs) second corinthians all night um just that no knowing that verse and and even probably like repeating that like daily is something that like could so help with in any situation really like just just being able to repeat like truth over your over your own life and and over other people's lives is is such a like powerful thing and like even even if it's like Patrice I'm Patrice just I'm no, no. Yeah, even if goes. it's just like Patrice just like yelling out Jesus Jesus while he's oh. whatever like going through whatever he's going through like that dog. like that is so powerful and so is just repeating truth truthful words from the, from the Bible over your own life like in any situation. Like it's, it is, it is a blessing unto yourself. It can be a blessing to others too. Like just being able to say that and for me to like look at Patrice and be like, you are a leader, you are strong, you are whatever. Like this is, Handsome. this is, say it. <laughs> I'm not, no. <laughs> say it. Dang, no. he called you ugly. <laughs> but like, even like that, I can say that knowing that like Christ's strength is in you, Christ's power, Christ's leadership is in you. Like it's, it's not from what you're doing it's from what god has already done you know what i mean mm-hmm. amen to that and that's i don't know just importance again of meditating on scripture what do you feed yourself with to be honest kind of what parker's with like watching uh, in terms of, like living above reproach like what do you consume you know are you consuming the word or other things because ultimately those those things either feed your spirit or feed your flesh so like what are you feeding yourself with um and we're about to hit like about an hour 30. No, actually, excuse me, an hour 15 or whatever. So we're going to transition to kind of closing. Um, unless we have any closing thoughts, remarks from anybody in the room, you feel me? I'll, I'll oh, share, Patrice I'll got share some. My, my favorite verse. Talk to me, bro. 
One of my favorite ones and a simple one that's helped me is Psalms 86, 11. Teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may live according to your truth. Grant me purity of heart so that I may honor you. Yeah. 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 That's good. Let God teach you and let God give you a pure heart. Thanks. Let that man bring his refining fire. Y'all heard of, what's that song called, Refiner? Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is what it's called. Thanks. <laughs> 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 Was good. Talk. It was on the Greek culture, but I never got to ask it. Go for it, man. Just really quick, you don't you don't have to answer super you don't have to answer super in depth. Just what is like a reason people shouldn't rush your respective what? Greek houses? <laughs> what? what? It's the same way on the job. Where it's like, why shouldn't we hire you? People like big ass men. You don't have a job. No, you don't gotta say which one. But it's like, why shouldn't? Yeah, just you don't gotta say which one. Just like, don't rush mine because. I th- yeah, <laughs> she is wearing the shirt. Like, I think it, it can. There's like two answers. I think one is obviously if you're not trying to grow in your faith, if you're not trying to grow in your faith and be Christian, I think that's one thing. The second thing is if you feel like you already have a community, and you feel like that community satisfies you, then it's okay that you don't want to be in a fraternity. It's okay that you don't have to join. But yeah. Yeah, um, like, no, obviously I think my sorority is great. That's why I'm still in it. But, like, if you feel overwhelmed, like, if you feel like you can't, if you have no extra time, then I probably wouldn't rush because it is a really, really big time commitment. Um, Like, for me, like, to stay in the sorority, you have to do so many activities to stay in. Like, you can't just join a sorority and do nothing kind of thing. You have to contribute to the sorority. Um, like for me, my freshman year, like freshman fall, I was like, not at a low point, but I felt really lonely. Like I, it was just hard transitioning from home. Like I would visit home every weekend and, um, one of my friends from home was in my sorority and she reached out to me and told me to rush the spring. And I found like a Christian community of girls within the sorority. So that's why I joined because I found a good community of girls who I know, like, wouldn't lead me down a wrong path like we are mm-hmm. all like one of the girls in my sorority is leading a cg and my little and i have both went to cg together like i found a group of girls within the sorority that have made me grown closer to god and so that's why i rushed but if you feel like overwhelmed with your time or if you've already found like patrice said a community that helps you then you know maybe you don't have to rush maybe it's not for you i thought it was for me but obviously it's not for everyone that's valid i think you can um you can i think it's different for everybody for me personally like i didn't um find the like desire to do greek life or rush greek life just because of the whole sigma and stuff like that and like even before college i never knew about like uh, the only thing i knew about greek life was like how bad it was i never heard about like oh there's like a lot of like christianity that you can find in greek life xyz but i think you can find your community any anywhere um and I think the importance is that you just need to find a community that helps you to grow and doesn't like you know hold you down and like limit li- like kind of like limit your potential, in a sense. Um, yeah. With that being said, I think we are golden, and so Bailey, since you have the mic, do you have any last words for the pod? Um, thanks. <laughs> thanks for having me. This has been so Thank fun. Thank you for coming. Shout out, shout out. Mackenzie.
Um, thank you, Bailey, for coming with me. <laughs> <laughs> so real. <laughs> and for not letting me be the only girl. <laughs> Rider girl solidarity right there. Ali. Rush Salt Company. Russ, Sigma, Alpha, Lambda, Tau. I'm just going to say, man, love God and Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yeah. What about you, Park Weekly? Um, dang. Yeah, that, that is. Uh, get plugged in somewhere. You know, whether it be Salt Company, whether it be wherever. Like, be an active member of the body of Christ. Patrice, give the, fu- give the microphone to Nate. Bro, just come to Salt, bro. Our <laughs> <laughs> producer here, the man behind go, it all. Any last, any last words? Love y'all. See you on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. We'll see y'all later, bro. Umbrella Boys, episode four. We out. Love Peace. y'all. Peace.